This is B of C Live, the video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com. Coming up on BFC Live, no stranger to the Canadian cannabis scene, Jeanette Vandermeerl, who is now a director at Gold Can, which is based in Mexico. We wanted to connect with her about that role, about the company, and where the Mexican landscape is headed as it relates to cannabis. This is Jeanette Vandermeerl. Jeanette, thank you for being here. Thank you, Jay. It is always a pleasure to see you, especially without a mask on. I know. Well, if I keep, if I keep hunkered down in the basement long enough, I'll never see anybody without a mask on. It's going to be great. Um, but uh, before we sort of came on, you mentioned that you are not in Canada right now. You are in Mexico, which sounds delightful given the weather here in Toronto. Tell us what you're doing in Mexico and then we'll get into it. Thank you, Jay. Yes, I'm here in sunny uh, Mazatlan, Mexico, uh, working with a, a company called Gold Can. And thrilled to be working with them. I just uh, announced last week that I've joined as a director and senior advisor. And Gold Can is a Mexican company with partnered with Canadians uh, that is focused on producing great cannabis health and wellness products in Mexico for Mexican people and focused on price and quality. But the number one principle of the company and why I love it so much is ESG. And, and it's... <laughs> I love that it's a Mexican company partnering with Canadians to do um, really good work in Mexico. It's almost like we are skipping over the country in between, which is, um, I think, a good move at this point, because every day there's like, it's happening, there's bipartisan support, it's not happening, which I guess is the American way. It's just not the way that sort of cannabis has happened here in Canada, or really the way it seems cannabis is happening in Mexico. Talk a little bit about that. It doesn't matter that the U.S. is dragging its feet or you know dancing all over the place you know and it, it, we've all watched the united states for a number of years and, and certainly things seem to be progressing uh but I, I think that things are moving quicker here in mexico and maybe that will provide an impetus for the united states having canada and mexico getting their stuff together that maybe the united states will get there, um, <laughs> there but, there's uh, always hope i guess there's there's hope uh, so in Mexico currently, medical, in January of 2021, medical uh, cannabis use was legalized, which is great. And the Supreme Court has struck down a lot of, uh, thankfully, uh, and thankfully for, you know, people being discriminated against uh, in cannabis possession. But there's really no rules or regulations around recreational adult use cannabis yet. We may see something imminently. There's a lot of talk and buzz and drafts going around. So uh, we have a, a inner office bet um, that it will be in the next couple of weeks. Oh, wow. So, so actually relatively quickly. And like, what would that mean, I, I guess, for um, the Mexican market? What does it mean for uh, Mexicans who want to use recreational cannabis or medical cannabis for that matter? And I guess the, the question that would, that would pertain to a lot of people watching this is, what does it mean for um, like the tourist market? Because it would like... It's no secret a lot of people from Canada head to Mexico between basically now and March, sort of our winter. Talk a little bit about that because is that is that sort of part of the play too, or is it really about let's service the Mexican market and the Mexicans in it? So certainly there will be some distribution for adult use for anyone. It'll be up to 28 grams of purchase. Obviously, there's a long history of cannabis use and distribution in Mexico. Uh, the problem is there is no rules, regulations as we saw in Canada. It's so exciting for me because it's going back to, you know, 2010 in Canada, where there's products out there on the market that are not tested, not legal. There's no quality assurance. You don't know what's in them. 
So certainly the government has done a, a great draft le legislation that, first of all, provides safety and quality. But my favorite part, it also provides equality. So there must be representation for the underserved, the uh, disadvantaged, the minority groups, uh, women. Um, so for us, those are really exciting. It, 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 and, and something that we did not do well in Canada, for sure, or really wasn't really part of it. It wasn't. And I think, again, in, in hindsight, uh, or countries like Mexico are now gaining from that, that you know, rear vision, seeing, okay, this is where Canada, Canada did a lot of great things. Uh, obviously, we set the, the standards for the world, but we did miss on a few things, and that was certainly one of them. Yeah, I want to go to that point because obviously Goldcan wants to bring you in because you have uh, experience in, in this market here. And like, does the rest of the world or sort of your Mexican counterparts look at Canadians like you as, I don't mean this pejoratively, but like as the elder statesman, like you've been through it, you have experience, like you've, you've, um, you've felt the blows of like doing this over and over again. Like, is that sort of the expertise you bring to it? Like, sort of a patience, but also a perspective and, and a longer term view? I hope so. And, and again, experience with the regulators and the, and the regulations, as well as my background in agriculture, uh, long time in cannabis. And also my, obviously I was a, a critical care nurse. Uh, so my background in healthcare. Um, so, but it's a great team. So we've got Rod McDonald, who's the CEO, who uh, is a Canadian, but lives here in Mexico most of the time. And he and his business partner, Rogelia Osuna, they own a shrimp company here. Um, and so they got uh, they had a lot of experience with the regulators and food manufacturing. So the nice thing is we're kind of ready to go as soon as this legislation passes. We've got land for cultivation we've purchased. We've got a processing manufacturing facility. We've also purchased in a industrial park more land to build a bigger facility. But in the interim, we have one. Uh, our team, we've got researchers and PhDs and botanists and agronomists and great lawyers. And most of them are bilingual. I'm working on it. I, I'm not very good yet uh, working on that. But we also have great political support from multi-levels and certainly working with potential distribution channels. Hopefully that Mexicans, as well as putting goes, uh, those of us that come to visit can also enjoy quality products. Let me ask you a question. If you had to like gauge where uh, the Mexican industry and market and regulatory environment is and overlay it on Canada. Like what year are we talking? We're we talking 2010 or are we talking like 2016? Like, is there, is there well, a parallel that you can point at? I would say 2012 or 13, just when we were starting to get the MMPR coming out, I ensure that there's going to be some subsequent drafts and corrections. We're going to get that. Um, you know, but there again is a large cannabis trade here for gold can we're more focused on the health and wellness. And we see that as the biggest need. So CBD, CBN, um, those things seems to be the most consumer need right now. Uh, and also not just delving into that market that we think everyone else is going to. But there's a huge demand. There's a lot of illicit products right now available. CBD is very popular. And I can tell you, we had a uh, marketing meeting the other day here where we had a plethora of illegal products. <laughs> and... I wasn't willing to touch any of them. Uh, I put them on my skin or consume them because, wow, they were scary. There's a long way to go. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's good because it gives us a really easy runway to get there. 
That's right. That's right. And, and demand is there and, and sort of the regulatory environment to catch up and sort of come together on that front. Well, Jeanette, I, I obviously enjoy talking to you, but also hearing sort of insight from a Canadian perspective of what's happening on the Mexican landscape will be great to follow up with you. And maybe we'll, you know, we'll do one day, we'll do this conversation in Spanish. I'll have to improve mine. You'll have to improve yours. And we'll go from there. Gracias, señor. <laughs> well, it sounds pretty good. Well, safe travels back. Uh, you'll certainly enjoy the weather here a hell of a lot less than you are enjoying the weather there. But thank you for making time. We'll connect with you down the road. Thank you, Jay. Always a pleasure. You have a great day. You too. Adios. Adios. That was Jeanette Vandermeer from Gold Can. If you like this program, please rate and review us wherever you heard the program that helps support the work we do. We're able to do what we do because of ongoing partnerships with Alterna Savings, Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, Can Delta, Gallagher, Headset, and Torquey Mains. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com. Thank you.